0: Hey Tyler.
1: Yeah, Serena. Once upon a marigold. Aristotle and Dante discover the secrets of the universe.
0: Dune. Fairy tale.
1: Avatar: The Last Airbender. Duh. Otherwise, oh god, I hate that I have to say the Office.
2: Doctor Who. <gasps> the Lord of the Rings. Your name. Scott Pilgrim versus the World.
0: Slice of life anime. Slice of life anime. Oh my god. Horror. Sir Duke by Stevie Wonder. Prom
1: Queen by Katie Turner.
2: Betisimo Fuoco by The Deer Hunter.
0: Marianas Trench.
2: Billie Eilish. George Brecht.
0: Cool. We literally just knocked out a whole bunch of questions that we got.
1: But you'll never know which questions they are, only the answers. Some of them are really easy to figure out, but some <laughs> of them are not, so
0: good luck. <laughs> I'm Tyler Strandberg. I'm Serena Schweifels. And I'm Aaron Bogan. And this is the Avatar Podcast. Yep, yep.
1: Oh. On this podcast, we watch the Nickelodeon show Avatar The Last Airbender and analyze the plot, themes, and
2: characters.
0: At the end of each episode, we'll talk about who our favorite character was as well as give the episode a rating on a scale of 1 to 10.
2: You're listening to the Avatar podcast. Yep, yep.
1: All right, so this is our final episode for Avatar, and we are ending it out with um, some Ask Us Anything questions. And as you can hear, we have our special guest producer here with us today, Aaron. Aaron!
3: Yeah, hello. Yay! You know, it's so been so long. You were
1: recording with us like every single week.
2: But yeah, now you're not. I miss I that. Uh, if you don't know who I am or if you haven't heard of me, I highly suggest you go back and listen to our uh, Patreon episodes because they're kick butt. They were a lot of fun. They, they were, were so blast. much fun. Um, so yeah, if you're looking for some bonus content post uh, Avatar World here and you haven't gone through those, definitely check them out. We're goofy. We're fun, and you'll get to know me a little bit more.
1: Cool.
2: Uh, Kukua. Kukua.
1: So Aaron is going to be the one who's picking the questions for us. We are just going in blind. Oh yeah. Um, and then Serena and I will be
2: answering. And I think Aaron,
1: if you want to hop into, I'll too, probably you can jump answer. in on a few of them, uh, not yes. all of them,
2: but a few um, of them. But and yeah, we have, we have a couple different categories for y'all today. And so I do want to do. do. I do think we should probably run through those first. So we have four different sections of stuff we're going to be talking about. Uh, Number one, we'll be running through our avatar-related questions, everything pertaining to and about the show itself. Number two, we're going to hit some podcast-related questions, talking about making this podcast a little behind-the-scenes for you. Number three, we'll run through some other media that we like talking about. Uh, And then number four, uh, we'll be doing some personal and random questions to wrap things out. Are you two
0: ready? No. This is the last melon. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I was literally waiting like three minutes oh to say God.
2: that. <laughs> okay, well, um, let's run through these, shall we? Um, I think a good place to start off. Um, let's start off on a positive note. Let's start. Up, let's talk about um, if you could live anywhere in the Atla universe, where would you live, and why would you live there?
1: okay so I know we answered this question in season one we did I do not remember what I said in season one
2: I can't recall either it Um, might have been you might have said water tribe
0: or no the earth
2: nation I don't recall
1: Serena do you have an answer
0: yes I definitely would want to like before the air nomad genocide (laughs) Um, I would definitely live in one of the air nomad temples
1: um, Tyler, mm. I'm gonna have to go with pre-air nomad genocide as well. Yeah, <laughs> um, the southern air temple. Mm, nope, I'm changing my mind. Northern air temple.
0: You're gonna say northern air temple? Yeah,
1: um, it's closer to like the locations that I would want to visit, like Basingse oh, and like the Northern Water Tribe. Um, and the air nomads were very gay friendly. So,
0: how <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: I get to jump around and visit wherever I want, and also I won't be <laughs> hate crime.
2: That's probably a good thing.
0: I like yes. that for you.
2: <laughs> All right, next question. Um, la, so kind of, we're gonna, I think, we're gonna bounce off that previous question here. Um, we talked about where you would like to live, now I want to talk about when you would like to live. So this is an interesting question. Uh, We obviously, throughout the Avatar universe, have a lot of different time periods to talk about, each under different avatars. So we're going to divide that out by Avatar and say what Avatar's time period would you like to live in?
0: Kiyoshi! I was going to say that too! Oh yeah, I'm like, easy question. Look, I am
1: already suffering under capitalism, so Korra is a hard no for me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, she's just a baddie. She just does what she needed to do. She's a
1: hottie with a body.
0: She is! I don't know, I feel
2: like if I lived in that time period, I'd probably end up caught up in, like, one of her conflicts and end up dead. So... (laughs) Yeah. I mean, she like, was not
1: afraid to cut she, up. It. She
2: really, uh, really uh, made it, made it, made the killing a lot happen. You know, mm-hmm.
1: um, and that's
0: why we love her. And <laughs> <laughs> we
1: stand Kyoshi because oh she's God. a murderer. <laughs> specifically, <laughs> I think we need to have shirts now, just like our We Stand Katara shirts, but We Stand Kyoshi, and it's like cute little chibi
2: Kyoshi, but covered in blood. Yes. <laughs> Blood for the blood god, skulls yes. for the skull throne. All right. So next question. Uh, we've been talking about some fun things. Let's talk about some not so fun things. What's your most unpopular opinion on the show? Top socks. <laughs> Sorry, we all knew, we all knew that, that was the answer for mine. Yeah, uh, what about you, Serena? Uh,
0: Ang really f- bothers me. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Go off,
2: bestia. <laughs> okay,
0: but like... Um, like not all the time, of course. Like season two, he didn't bother me that well. Okay, not that much. And like season one, I was like, okay, yeah, it's about you, whatever. Um, but season three, I'm like, dude, calm down, okay. Mm-hmm. Especially when he was like, okay, especially when he was like, what's the episode in? I think. well no, wait. I think it's the season two. One of the season two finale, um, where he's on that turtle lion.
1: Yeah, that's the season three finale.
0: Yeah, when he's on the lion turtle, and all the other avatars are like, kill him! (laughs) And Hanks like, I don't know.
1: I know, I hate that so much. Uh,
0: And I'm just like, Heng, just because you have a moral dilemma does not mean that you're extra special because you're the avatar. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do the work, alright? Put in some effort. Put in the effort, yeah. I I was like, yeah, you should totally... You can do it. You're twelve. You're you're (laughs) twelve. You're a grown adult. You're a grown adult. Oh my god.
2: All right. So there's a couple uh, of uh, skill-based questions for you here. We'll start with, and we're going to do both of these at the same time uh, just to kind of make this happen. Um, for So our first skill-based question is, which sub-bending category would you like to master? And our second skill-based question is, would you rather be skilled at chi-blocking like Ty Lee or knife-throwing like May?
0: So basically, we're hitting
2: bending and non-bending here.
0: Right away, knife throwing, maze. I, uh, Ty is like who I almost have like all the affinity with, (laughs) (laughs) but May is just she is just so cool. Yeah,
1: I'm trying to think like which is more applicable in Avatar universe versus our universe. Mm. I really want to say chi blocking because like that requires a lot of skill and I kind of want to be skinny. (laughs) 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 G
0: blacking will do the trick.
1: (laughs) I think realistically I'm going to have to go with knife throwing.
2: um, So That covers our non-bending. What about our bending?
1: Oh, for me that's pretty easy. It's metal bending. I'm like Uh, earthbenders are already overpowered as it is. Might as well just add one more onto there.
0: Okay, first I was thinking metal bending because I was like, oh man, I can't lift that much. I'd love to be able to just like crack a metal.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Just crack a metal. But um, just metal. <laughs> crack that metal. <laughs> crack the metal. <laughs> Um, but I don't know. I think if, if I were a villain origin story, I would definitely be into bloodbending. Ooh,
2: obsessed <laughs> um, with that. Okay. I think I probably also would be a bloodbender. So yes, thank you, Aaron. Bloodbending well, I'm sorry that I'm the only. Stop being such a hero, Tyler. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> you're the protagonist. So, you're so goody two shoes. All right. Awful good, anyone? Um, so this was a pretty on one uh, if you lived in the avatar universe what animal would be your companion
0: uh, there's so
2: many good animals out there what do you guys uh, think
0: hmm. at first i was gonna say something like momo accounts. momo yeah. would be <laughs> like specifically momo mm-hmm. like i would take momo from mm-hmm. the gang
2: that <laughs> <And> specifically <laughs> just Momo. Like, specific. I mean, technically speaking, Momo is the only lemur. It's left. true. I yeah. mean,
1: so in Korra, Bolin has like a red panda.
2: I think I would want that. Oh um, yeah, is that the one piece of uh, media you like from Korra? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: uh, I like
2: panda? Korra.
0: <laughs> okay. In the bitter work, there when Sokka got trapped in that hole, there was that. Moose lion,
1: baby saber tooth, moose lion. Yeah,
0: that's what I want.
1: Okay, cool. I
0: want a turtle duck.
1: Oh, those
0: are oh,
2: cute. so cute!
0: <laughs> those
1: are very cute. cute. <laughs> I'm obsessed with that.
2: Oh, turtle I want ducks are adorable. That
0: would eat um, everybody.
2: So, uh, we have asked a lot of questions here. Uh, so I do want to point out at this point here, folks, that all of those questions that we just asked are from a fellow named Ica on Twitter. Um, Ica, thank you very much for all of those questions, they were fan. I can. Um, We have a new question um, from Oliver on Instagram. Uh, What would you and Serena? Uh, most want to see from future and upcoming avatar productions. We have uh, lots of things going on in the avatar world right now with Paramount plus um and with the Netflix uh, live action adaptation. So, what are your thoughts on on this? Who do you think uh, we should be exploring? What characters should we be looking at? Um, what would your spin-offs be? You know where are we looking at with the future of Avatar here?
0: Firstly, Toph needs her own spinoff to do her justice. <sighs> I knew I was going to get that are we, reaction from are Tyler. We, are we going
2: to... Is this going to be like Avatar Cops? Is that what the show is going to be? <laughs> Toph
0: I is a that. cop. <laughs> you know, but like, okay, so I want I want like a spinoff of Toph, like maybe in her early 20s, like maybe late 20s, I don't know. Um, but just like, you know, kind of like second puberty. Okay. <laughs> so... Like and I no I want her I want the time to do her justice because she is a really great character but she was not done justice she they killed my girl
1: I think that's reasonable I politely disagree <laughs> Oh jeez oh. I didn't politely see that though okay <laughs> <laughs> Um I just want a Kiyoshi series. Oh, okay. I but really I agree with liked that. the books. <sighs> so, like, I would hope the books can get adapted into like a series or like a movie or something. I just, I want more Kiyoshi stuff.
0: I would wholeheartedly agree with that.
2: I think we talked about this on the Patreon episode a little bit. And I think the two that I came up with that I really liked um, were Young Iroh. Um, mm-hmm. I think Young Iroh would be a great series. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, oh, what was the other one? I know we talked about Kiyoshi a fair bit. Um, I also would like to see the gang in their 20s. I think there's a there's an art that's gone around a couple of times where someone did uh, the gang in the style of the show in their 20s, and it's mm-hmm. beautiful. They look like they're having so much fun, and there's so much adventure to be I had. So a little pre-chorus series, I think, would be pretty cool. Yeah,
1: That
0: would be so awesome.
1: I specifically want a movie that is a rom-com between Zuko and Sokka. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I would watch the crap. Yeah, yeah. i like that would yeah. become my new favorite uh-huh. movie.
0: Yes, by your name. Ooh, I wonder. If,
2: <laughs> I just came up with a question now, and it's not on our list, but I think it's a, a good thing to talk about. Uh, AUs, what would what would our AU pick be? I, I think maybe that would be one of them. Would oh, be like okay. asaka Asaka yeah. Zuko crossover. Do we have any other AU ideas that might work? I saw some art going around recently that was like goth Aang and <gasps> goth and goth top. I'm like, "Yes, goth avatar, please." Uh. Right. <laughs> no, I just want gay avatar. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty much in the same realm. Right, right.
0: <laughs> um, oh, I would want like okay. This might I don't know. I'm like in a weird mood today. Um okay. I would want like horror avatar.
1: Ooh, like, that's kind of interesting. Or spooky,
0: er, yeah. spooky dark, but also just like, you know, Avatar, but mature.
2: (laughs) That would be cool, (laughs) but mature. (laughs) Okay. There's a lot of ways you can take that. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think that would be very, very cool. Um, All right. I do want to have – I do want to ask another question for you here. Um, Looking back across the entire Avatar series, across everything there, are there any plots or, or character developments that happen throughout the series that you would want to rewrite if you could?
0: Toph's entire. Yeah, I mean,
1: I I think the way that's worded kind of insinuates the writers didn't do a good enough job. Um, so I guess like if there was something I could change, not necessarily like rewrite, because that insinuates that I could do it better, which I don't think is a fair assumption. Mm -hmm. Um, but something I could change, I would say Toph needs. More character development. I think she starts off pretty strong, um, mm-hmm. but then she really just falls off the wa- the wagon almost right away.
0: Mm-hmm. I would like to see more. I mean, like Iro a pretty awesome character already, but I would like to see more of like the shift, like when Iroh's son dies.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's yeah. well, and I think there's there's a bit lost there too with when the voice actor passed away. There yeah. was some development that just couldn't be done, right. You know? Um, I would like to see, I think... Uh, so I would like to rewrite Ang a little bit. I think yeah, oh, I think that's fair. He's a little yes. bit, a little bit of a blank slate, and mm-hmm. I think that there's more that could have been done with that. So that would be interesting. I don't know how I would do that um, because uh, again, uh, these writers are very, very good and better than we are. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly.
0: John O'Brien, I love to, you so much. To all
2: of the writers of this show, including John O'Brien,
0: especially yeah. for you, John, John
1: O'Brien. O'Brien. <laughs> You're a very nice man, but I have to keep up this bit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tyler goes, except for you and Ang. Go, especially <laughs> John O'Brien. Uh, the
2: last question that we had was Sven over email.
0: Thank you, Sven. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Sven, for asking that. Let's move on to our next section. So, our podcast related section. <laughs> Um, during the podcast, uh, the What's Next form that we kind of developed, um, we were not considering uh, Avatar Legend of Korra. So Sven asks over email here again, uh, I would love to hear your opinions on the show. Um, I personally love the show, although it's flawed is what Sven said for us. So um, there's some things that are introduced that are not common for cartoons or kid shows. And there's a lot of interesting setups that go on within this show. And I would agree with you, Sven. That's that's definitely the case. But what are our thoughts on on Korra here? I know, Tyler, you've done a lot of uh, ad nauseum thinking about this.
1: Yes. um, This has been on my mind literally since, I mean, we are recording this right now in July. This has been on my mind since November, October. So I've been thinking about this for a long, long time. Um, Ultimately, I came down to the decision that um, we are getting a lot of requests for Korra, which I think is lovely. And obviously people want to hear us talk about Korra. I do not want to do a full podcast about Cora because I think we're trying to grow our audience, and um, just having a podcast of mostly negative opinions, um, I think would kind of alienate a lot of the audience. Fair enough. Um, I I do not have many positive opinions on Cora. I think that there are some things that it does very well, um, but I think overall, it's a, um, has room for improvement. Um, and I don't think it would be necessarily fair to go in episode by episode and just repeat all, like week after week. This is bad because of this. This is bad because of this. Um, which is why I started playing with the idea of YouTube videos. So that way I could kind of make it a little bit more balanced. You know, I can talk about the good and I can talk about the bad, and it's not like as secular. So. Um, i can kind of just go in as a more broad approached view but that also requires getting another audience and getting more people to watch and youtube videos are really hard ultimately it just came down to the point where like it wasn't worth it for me i'm not saying that i'm good at this but like even if my like analysis was very nuanced and well reasoned i would still be getting an overwhelming um negative response from mm-hmm. The opinions that I had, so it's just not worth it to dive into for me.
0: I think that's really fair, Tyler. Um, also, because I've been the recipient of these <laughs> <laughs> opinions uh, for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also, I have never seen Cora, um, and I have a feeling that I'm going to absolutely love it. I think I do. you will too. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like the fact, Tyler, that you you don't necessarily. It's not your favorite show ever. Mm-hmm. Um, is kind of telling for me because we have we have very similar tastes, but also super different, like like tastes on the spectrum or whatever. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I am going to watch Korra before uh, the end of the summer here, okay. and i want to talk about it with you guys. <laughs>
1: well, some people like Korra more because they tackle like a different thing every single season, yeah. so it's like. It's more than, it, there's more story to it. Some people think that leaves more room for the character development. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think that kind of just, like, leaves the writing very shorthanded. I think it leaves the characters very choppy with, like, confusing motivations. Mm-hmm. So, I, it's just, that's not mm-hmm. something I want to get into.
2: Yeah. I'm, I am I have seen Cora. I have watched the whole thing through a couple of times. And uh, I'm kind of in a in a middle place on that one mm. where uh, you know it's i think there's some really really great elements and i think the what you were mentioning about each episode kind of being or each uh, season kind of being its own sort of separate element uh, there's a lot of really interesting things that happen within that so yeah again I think Sven you're absolutely right with you know saying that there's some th- really unique themes really interesting themes to address um, and there's a lot more thematic element that comes in through Cora than does through avatar but yeah it suffers because of that too mm-hmm. um, you know there's there's damage that is done so it's it and that's why I think it, you know there's that so much mis- mixed reaction is because it is a little bit bit of a mixed show in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. I definitely encourage all of you listeners who haven't seen Cora to go out and listen to it. And there are a number of Cora podcasts out there that I highly encourage you listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, next, uh, I would uh, we have a few more questions from Aika here, who uh, has some of our previous podcast questions. Um, which episode of the podcast was your favorite to record? Oh, okay.
0: Okay, immediately what comes to mind is... When we did all like, the bonus Patreon episodes, Mm -hmm. like, that was super fun to record. Um, Mostly because, you know, like, we're all friends, and we like to, um, well, I mean, I like talking to you guys. (laughs) Um, I would also say that um, any of, like, top five, like, our top ten, that was super fun to record just to see, like, what Tyler was going to say. Also, I don't know why it sticks in my head, but I just really love... I'm um, talking about the firebending master. That was in my mind too. Yes, because, I thought that was a
1: lot of fun too. Because,
0: like, even though I will say I was definitely not prepared to like, stand yeah, on Yeah, I opinion. kind of blindsided
1: you on that one.
0: No, but it's just like, you know, like, obviously you're the writer and creator of the show. Of course, you're going to be, I'm just the little emotional guppy. Oh <laughs> but that was so fun to uh, have such differing opinions and to be able to talk about things like that with your friends is super fun. So Firebending Masters for sure was definitely one of them. That was fun.
1: Yeah. I would say I would also agree with you on Firebending Masters and a lot of the Patreon episodes too. mm mm-hmm. um, I was really excited about City of
2: Walls and Secrets, so I was, that was I'm good. pretty happy with that one, too.
0: That was a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I didn't
0: get a chance
2: to record that many episodes with all y'all, but I did really love uh, getting to meet John O'Brien <gasps> and City of Walls. oh my God. That yes. was a ball that was yeah. so much yeah. fun. Uh, so if you haven't checked out that episode yet, or you skipped over so it good. because you were trying to stick with the main series, please go ahead and check it out. John's amazing He's and a so nice. wonderful human. So, so please favorite. go listen. To that, he was very fun to talk to.
0: He's amazing. He has a great, he had a great background. His windows were very large. <laughs> <laughs> so he was saying how he was
1: like on a hike and on his phone the entire time, and I was like, oh my god, that's too relatable. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, so we talked about some some favorite moments here. Um, another question from Ike here: What was the hardest part about recording this podcast? What was the most challenging part?
0: I would say more technically. Uh, Just the time that is required to put in the podcast. Because when we were doing the bulk of the recording, I know we were all very busy. Um, Mm -hmm. I had a nine-to-five corporate job that was Um, (laughs) soul-sucking. But um, I would say, so technically, like, the time that is required, but also I would say, um, like, as far as content related, um, I think the hardest part was always being, like, Top's my girl. I'm sorry. No, because that's that's your opinion, and I respect that your opinion. And like, you are right, Mm -hmm. but also I am right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I agree. Um, I guess for me, it's kind of double-sided. So I would say writing was very, very hard Mm -hmm. Um, when I started this. I was also working a nine-to-five corporate job, so writing this was kind of like an escape. and I really loved doing that, but then when I quit my corporate job, this became my job. So mm-hmm. it, it felt like work to write the episodes, and um, that wasn't as much fun. Um, mm-hmm. It was even if there was episodes that I didn't like when I was working at my corporate job, like it was nice to kind of just like talk about it and write about it. But like when I started doing this quote unquote full time. Um, then it was like, I really only enjoyed writing episodes that I also enjoyed. Um, but episodes I didn't really like felt like a struggle for me. Mm. And Mm. that wasn't, that wasn't great. Um, this may come as a surprise or maybe not. I think it's surprising listening to it, but whatever. Um, recording for me is very hard. Um, it's very difficult to keep up such high energy, like for such a long time. Um, I had a lot of tricks that I tried using. There was a lot of caffeine consumed. There was a lot of other beverages consumed. <laughs> um and for the most part they worked, but near the end of the season I kind of tr- like teetered out a little bit and listening back to some of those episodes like you can tell I'm I'm pretty exhausted and <laughs> it is so hard to keep up the energy all of the time.
2: That's true. Hosting is definitely a skill. It's something that takes time and energy to develop. Um, and you know, obviously with both of you here, I've I get to listen to you guys all the time. Mm -hmm. Um the growth that we get to see over the course of the podcast is incredible. Like Mm -hmm. it's a skill that was practiced and that was hard to develop. And so I think developing that skill over the course of this podcast. Was a challenge for everyone here trying Mm. to make things work. Mm. I mean, and I can speak that to that from an editing standpoint too. Editing was something when I started that I was not so good at, (laughs) Uh, but I figured it out. Uh, It's all something that, you know, we we grew grew with and, and took time with. And this is the first podcast that all of us have ever actually. Finish to completion, mm-hmm. um, sure.
1: <laughs> which is rare for me. <laughs> <laughs> Ask my partners.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so we've, we you we we're really so proud that this you know kind of turned out the way it did, and it's really nice, and that's why we have We we initially talked about re-recording a lot of our episodes in yeah. the beginning, um, and we haven't gone back and done that. And I think it's a kind of a good thing that we didn't, because you can see the level of growth that we've had mm-hmm. over the years, and uh, hopefully there's much more growth to come. So speaking of things. To come. Uh, we have another question. Bro, that you're gonna say <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: it's like right at
2: <laughs> Oh, I get I get to do that because I, I make the rules. Um, <laughs> um, so uh, in terms of uh, upcoming things, um, can you give us an idea of what's gonna be going on after this podcast ends? Yeah,
1: so um, as I said, we are not doing Quora, but we are not ending. Instead, we are rebranding. So we are going to continue with episodic analysis, and we wanted to stay in animation. So we are, this podcast, henceforth, will be called Keyframe Reframe, and the next series that we are going to be covering is Over the Garden Wall.
0: Which Um, features my roommate and lovely fellow witch, um, (laughs) Emily Meyer. Or Emma Meyer, E. Elma Meyer. Uh, she's a writer. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm super I'm super stoked to listen to it because yeah, I've only heard no. amazing things.
1: Um, yeah, so Serena will be stepping down. Um, Emma is going to be the host for Over the Garden Wall with us, um, and it's going to be very exciting. That will be coming out in the fall. It's a very fall-themed show. Yeah. Um, it's a show on Cartoon Network um, that premiered in 2014. Um, there's 10 episodes, and each of the episodes are 10 minutes long, so just... Go through it like it's a movie. It's currently on Hulu and HBO Max. So check it out there. Uh, stick with it. Then, over the garden wall, we'll announce what series we're doing after that. We already have our series planned for afterwards, and
2: we're still looking for hosts. So apply to be one. <laughs> yeah, feel free to check that out. We'd love to have you. Next question also from Ika here. Ike actually has a question for me, which is (gasps) exciting. So I'll just Yes I Ike wanted to know how much we cut from each of our episodes. So when we record, it kinda depends. We have some episodes that are longer, some episodes that are shorter. Obviously, a lot of that is uh, indicative of uh, the things that Tyler has to say. Uh, Sometimes there's episodes that have (laughs) tons more information than others. Um, But generally speaking, we are kind of shooting for the 50 minutes to an hour mark. Um, When we go in and we cut things, generally that comes down to 35 or 40 minutes. So there's about 20 minutes of content typically um, that disappear from our episodes. Um, Now, generally, um, this stuff that disappears is not exciting or worth listening to.
0: Sometimes Um, we go to the bathroom.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is true. Um, Sometimes there's bathroom breaks. Um, Sometimes there is uh, little research breaks, too, where we don't necessarily know what we're talking about at the moment. We have to look something up, and then that kind of gets removed afterwards. Um, There's also lots of moments, um, you know, obviously we sound very well-versed and like very smart people on this podcast, but we don't always (laughs) talk like that. Uh, (laughs) um, So we have to go ahead and remove... Um, some of those little stutter stops, um, moments of silence, moments of figuring out what we're going to say, and we make our sounds sound much more eloquent doing that. So yeah, yes. about 20 minutes or so of content that gets removed. Um, the next question um, is actually going out to Serena. Um, so Serena, this is specifically for you. Oh my Don't God, If you be a show, Uh this question is from Shelby over email for you. Serena, what was your experience? Uh, what what was your experience on the pod? Uh, you know, everything expected to be. Shelby did want to let you know that you did a great job jumping right in. So uh, you know, and uh, now we're talking about moving on and next things here a little bit too. So, Serena, what are your thoughts? What do you think?
0: Uh, uh, how, how was jumping in? Okay, first off, Shelby, thank you. I love you the most. (laughs) You are the most bloomingest, beautiful flower in the garden of life, in my life, and the podcast life. So, that being said, um, thank you for the question. I would just like to say, honestly, it was everything I expected and more, just because, you know, I got to spend time with people that I care about and um, I got to talk about something that I really love to talk about, which is, I'm <laughs> trying the last airbender, um, like jumping right into it was definitely kind of a learning curve because uh, I didn't know how to talk about uh, podcast stuff. I didn't know how to, <laughs> I didn't know how to pod, man, but like with Tyler and Aaron and their guidance, it was I feel like it's definitely, like Erin you said earlier, like a skill that we all had to grow. And, it's a uh, practice. It's a yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm very proud of not only the product that we have here as a team but also skills that I've been able to hone a little bit and I would say if you ever want to do a podcast with your friends do a podcast with your friends. So fun. It's super
2: fun, yeah. And you know this is something that you can get into on an amateur basis. Like, oh, you don't yeah. have to be super professional. But obviously we have a little bit more pro equipment because I do a lot of audio stuff but you can just get your laptop or your phone out and record a dang podcast. So this please do that. The world, uh, the world needs to hear what you have to say. Feel free to do it and give it a try. Absolutely. Um, excellent on to our next section so we've talked about um some of the on topic things let's talk about some of the on top off topic stuff yes. this is my favorite stuff okay um so um, the, I think our first section here that we have is our other media section. Woo! Um, so let's talk about some, some other shows that we like uh, just because it's fun to do that. I um. want to keep going with Shelby here. I want to keep going with Shelby.
0: Shelby, my girl.
2: Shelby, <laughs> uh, Shelby is Serena's favorite at this point. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> uh, do you both like to read? Um, Shelby is currently reading The Keeper of the Lost Cities and likes it very, very much. What about you guys? What are your favorite books or what do you like to read? Or are you big readers?
0: Yes, 100%. Big, big reader fan over here. Big read muscles. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Big read muscles. Big read muscles, Shelby. Um, I have not read Keeper of the Lost Cities, but I have heard really great things about it. Um, I will be putting that on my to-read list, which is like I think 200 pages (laughs) long, but (laughs) we're going to get there. Um, I... I'm a huge reader. Right now, I am reading a French adaptation of. Um, well, it's it's French translation. It's called The Winter's Promise. It's the Mirror Visitor series. Um, it's by Christelle Dorian. I think I will have to double-check on that. Please don't quote me. Um, But The Winter's Promise. And if you type in The Winter's Promise French, (laughs) it'll come up. Um, (laughs) Anyway, really good. Um, Highly recommend. But um, one of my favorite authors is Sarah J. Moss. For any of you people who are really into, like... Fantasy kind of genre stuff. Um, sh- ugh, I don't, I, like, I literally have no words. Um, A Court of Thorn and Roses is something that's freaking amazing. Um, also, A Throne of Glass is freaking amazing by Sarah J. Moss. Also, if you haven't, I would highly recommend reading. If you're really into this, and if no like misogynistic male-presenting figure has told you to read them, read the Lord of the Rings books. <laughs> <I hate that. laughs> But if a misogynistic male presenting, like cisgender, like white heterosexual man told you to read them, do not read them on principle. There is no cis white
1: man in this room.
0: No, on principle, you do not read
1: them. Wait, straight cis white man. I am a cis white man, but I am not a straight
0: cis white man. Goodness gracious. Sorry. Yes. Um, Anything from you?
1: So I'm dyslexic, um, which inherently makes reading a lot more difficult, so I don't I read that often. I've been trying to get back into it over the past year, um, just trying to find books that I really enjoy. Um, my friend is currently watching Avatar because he knows that it's my favorite TV show. So, for exchange, um, I am reading his favorite book series, which is the Mistborn series. Um, and that has been pretty interesting so far. Mr. So, Sanderson, he's well-known. Brandon, uh, Brandon Sanderson coined the hard magic and soft magic. That's we right. talk about it a lot on this show. Yes. So, yeah, definitely so, worth
2: checking into. I have heard very good things about yes. Brandon, and he has been on my reading list for a long mm-hmm. time. Yes. Um, I'm currently in the middle of a book called Worm. Um, Yeah, it's called Worm. Um, It's actually a web series, and it's widely considered to be one of the longest pieces of existing media um, I don't know exactly how long it is. There's several thousand chapters, I, I think. think I've heard of that? Wow. It's really intense. Um, I'd have to look it up here, and I might just do that just so I can get this author's name. Wait,
0: right I want to know more.
2: Um, so it's actually awesome because it's it, because it's a web series. It is available for free <gasps> online if you want to go and read awesome. it. Um, I happen to it, it's there's not any like ebook copies of it. I made one, so I just had <gasps> a, a oh I had God. a my I had a program that archived it for me. So I, I've been reading it on my on my Kindle. Um, But it is immensely long um, and really interesting. It's dark superhero stuff, which is really, really cool. Um, And it was just finished in 2013. There's also a couple of other books in the series called Pact and Twig. Um, The author's name is Wildbow. He goes by Wildbow online. Um, So it's about an introverted teenage girl with some really uh, unique superpowers. Um, She can control insects. Um, And so it's very interesting Um, and a lot of really good world building, um, a lot of really cool Descriptions of powers and how powers work. Unique system for that. So if you're into superhero stuff, definitely check that out. I've also been working my way um, through some Dostoevsky. Um, Ooh, so Dostoyevsky. Uh, uh, the I believe the the Flying Karamazovs is what I just started. So um, that's going to be exciting. I'm really looking forward to that one.
0: Oh my god! I think you sold me on this worm. Yeah, I'm kind of sold on it like, too. Oh my god! It's, I it's fairly good.
2: Um, and also like. Not hard to read, which I like. You yeah. know, there's a lot of books I'm getting into now that are way headier, way more intellectual, and I gotta take my time with them. Worm I can blow through. Yeah. Like it's
1: really easy, really fun. As a dumb bitch who can't read, <laughs> I love that. There's a reason I enjoyed Harry Potter so thoroughly because it is written for children.
2: Yes. <laughs> but it's a good book.
0: It is. No, it, is. Yeah. Uh, it is. No, it is.
2: It is true. <laughs> I am still firm of the belief that uh, Harry Potter was actually just written by Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel this is true. Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> did write Harry Potter. Okay. Uh, back to the fun stuff. Um, I-, I like this question from Aika uh, Best, worst movie? Uh, oh my God. Yes. Okay.
1: Twilight. I am so obsessed with Twilight. It is one of my favorite movies of all time. I watch it like three or four times a year. I. Uh, I love Twilight so much. <laughs>
0: so I also do like Twilight. Mm-hmm. I do not think that it is the best or the worst movie, but I do enjoy it. Um, I want to know what is the worst movie ever on the face of the freaking planet is Elmo's Fire. So I was
1: interpreting it as like, what's a what's terrible a, movie? What's a good bad that, movie? Yes.
2: Yeah, that you like a bad movie that you love.
0: Oh, Hot Wheels accelerators! <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Specifically Ignition. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> love, I, I love this. this. is great. I love that. But also, please don't ever go watch Almost Fire. <laughs>
2: Alright. I my favorite terrible movie, uh as you as some may know, I'm a big horror fan. I is love it Scott horror Pilgrim movies. versus the it's world. Not, <laughs> Scott Pilgrim versus I love Scott Pilgrim vs. Yeah, and that's no, a bad movie. <laughs> it's not a bad movie. You just have to understand that Scott's a piece of shit. Um that's it. Um so uh my favorite bad movie is a horror movie titled Thanksgiving. Um No. Oh my god. And Thanksgiving <laughs> is a movie about um a turkey ghost killer monster um, whose catchphrase is gobble gobble mother (laughs) Um, and (laughs) I love it so much and it's so bad um, it's horrible, and uh, you probably shouldn't watch it, but it's also very, very fun. Oh, my so, <laughs> God. I'm going
0: to specifically watch this on Thanksgiving. I'm going to text you and be like, guess what? And gobble, gobble. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: It's great stuff. Um, yeah, bad horror movies are my favorite. So um, there are all so many of them, and they're so good. Um, another example would be like Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, so Ooh. Troll 2. Yes, watch all of the bad horror okay. movies. You're right. Troll We have another question from Sven here. Um, This is a a fun one. Could you each recommend a piece of media that you highly recommend checking out? Like the ones that are like a crime if you haven't seen it and that lots of people haven't seen is what we're looking for. So just as then like, you know. Lots of people also haven't seen. Okay, that's hard. People uh, talk about Avatar as one of those kinds of shows where if you haven't seen Avatar The Last Airbender, you need to go see it right now. So what is your, you need to go see it right now show?
0: Dark, the German show. I love Dark. If you have not seen Dark, you are sorely sinning. Yes. You are sinning bad. I
2: highly recommend (laughs) Dark. Um, If you are not a German speaker, um, uh, I would suggest there are some spoiler-free charts character charts online and i would Ooh, that highly suggest nice. watching with those character charts because the first season if you're not paying attention is extremely confusing right um so and that's kind of the point a little bit too. yeah it's supposed
0: to be a little bit heady it's supposed to unravel itself
2: but um definitely suggest watching with some character charts just so you can kind of get wrap your brain around it Once you do wrap your brain around, oh,
0: oh Oh my
2: god, it is a lot. It is very intense. Oh my Um, god, and it is super fun to watch. Um, Oh, I'm thinking about. I think Tyler's still thinking of his. So I'll give mine. Well,
1: like is (laughs) like is the clerk? Is it like not very many people have seen it? Is that in the
2: question or? It's yeah, kind of like an underrated show. Um, I really am a big fan of the haunting series. I talk about horror a lot uh, on this podcast, um, when I am on this podcast. Um, and I think the haunting of Hill House and the haunting (gasps) of Bly Manor um, are two, are two shows that you need to see on Netflix. Um, I, I, I think people are tend to be really touchy about the horror genre in general and really don't necessarily want to take that plunge um, but I think that Hill House and Bly Manor do horror in a way that is really approachable and also do a really good job of horror as an allegory yes. or horror to talk about other complex psychological things and uh, Bly Manor and Hill House both address really difficult issues Yeah, um, talking about family suicide grief you know very difficult topics through the lens of horror and it's an absolutely beautiful and en- enthralling show. Um, I think specifically of of Hill House, there's an episode that was basically all one shot, like the whole episode and it was beautiful. Um, the director of both of those series is absolutely incredible doing beautiful things for the horror genre. so highly check it out. I highly suggest checking
0: it out. Thank today. you for bringing that up, Aaron, because literally, I cried. I bawled my eyes out. That show is, like, both Hill House and Bly Manor are just, it's such a good story.
2: It really is. It's, ah, man. The way it twists and turns and pulls you in, and, you know, really doesn't, you know, it doesn't, I I always hate horror that, like, throws a lot of stuff at your face, tries trying to freak you out. And this is genuinely, like, you know, the scaring moments are moments of fear psychologically. Yes. Moments of fear that are deeply rooted in a theme of the show, and that's much more powerful, and I think also much more digestible for the average viewer. Yes.
0: Mm
1: Okay, so my first two were Spirited Away, but like I think almost everyone has seen that. I um, mean,
2: if you haven't touched anime, I think that's a good place to start. Right, yes. so. um
1: my other one was Parasite,
2: Ooh. which I
1: God, I might cheat and just say Parasite. That's allowed. Um m- my idea is like a lot of general audiences haven't really seen Parasite, but like it's one of the most watched movies on Letterboxd, which is like a movie keeping track app. So like <laughs> clearly a lot of people have seen it. Um, but yeah, um, obviously it won best picture for well, technically, it won in 2020, but it was, it won for the 2019 film year. Um, and it just like says a lot about um, the, you know, I hate capitalism, and that is a movie about how much <laughs> capitalism sucks. So I am very, very obsessed with that movie. And there's a lot going on, just with like, different layers and classes of people and um, how they interact with each other and how they each behave. Um, so mm, yeah, I'm not super happy with my other answers, so I'm going to have to go with
0: Parasite. I would also recommend Parasite. <laughs> so good.
2: Hong so Jun ho in general is pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. If you want to try some foreign films... Check out mm-hmm. his stuff. Generally very, very good. Um,
1: Snowpiercer is an English film of his. Yes. Snowpiercer so. is
2: freaking incredible. Another also capitalism allegory. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. check I it didn't out. I like Snowpiercer. <laughs> so. Oh, I, d- I love Snowpiercer. I thought it was great. But. I haven't seen him. Worth a a, a watch. Very cool. I mean, like, I
1: think it's the point, but it freaks me out. So that's why I don't like
2: it. That is 100% the point. It's supposed to be a little bit intense. It's about a a train in a post-apocalyptic world that everyone's living on. So it's (laughs) really interesting. Okay, yeah, that's super Um, interesting. uh, Let's continue on That about covers it for our sort of other media here. So, uh, our final section of the night here, uh, personal and random questions. Ooh. I'd like to start with a random one from Shelby, who
0: is uh, yes, <laughs> Serena's
2: favorite. Um, and this is one of my favorite questions that we received. Dino
0: nuggets or regular chicken nuggets? Which Ooh. do you prefer? I'm almost scared to touch this question.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh. Um, I'm going to say regular chicken nuggets Um, I get the McDonald's McNuggets all the time. There's something about dino nuggets that just taste additionally fake to me. (laughs) I guess. I mean, we all know chicken nuggets are fake anyway. But, Mm -hmm. like, the normal ones have a little bit more of a mask of realism to them. The dino (laughs) ones, I just, I do think it is very funny how it's, like, kind of a cycle where, like, dinosaur birds are descended from dinosaurs so like chickens are descended from dinosaurs which is what we make chicken nuggets with and the fact that we make dinosaur chicken nugget shaped I think that's (laughs) that's that's really ironically funny to me
0: I really appreciate the art that is involved with the dino nuggets um I think that sorry, I just can't get over <laughs> it. He's calling Dino Nuggets. Sorry. I mean, it is, it's true. You know, you got to you, you know, it's, it's the art of the cycle of life, it is the art of the um, irrefutable ridiculousness that is our world and the world in which we live in, and the promise of an end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, I personally, um,
1: of an N. Oh my God, that just clicked. Holy shit, Serena.
0: <laughs> and it's our. <art>. It's <laughs> our. Oh my
1: God. Um, dino nuggets.
0: <laughs> I did grow up being fed dino nuggets. I.
1: I think that says a lot about who you are. <laughs>
0: yeah, and the fact that I do not eat them anymore. <laughs>
1: I'm so sorry.
0: I know. I know. I'll add you to my prayer list. Thank you. <laughs> but. To get to the point, the only chicken nuggets that I do eat are from McDonald's. So, yes, my favorite
2: would be chicken nuggets. Ooh, okay. That's kind
1: of okay. Mm -hmm.
2: All right. All right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Next couple of questions are from Aika here. Um, So, let's start with a very fun one. Uh, What's your big three for astrology?
0: I know. Yes. Okay. So, um, Aika first, as a resident witch. Um, (laughs) I. My sun sign is Cancer. So I'm a cancer, too, being a cry baby. Yes, cancer, cry baby. Cancer, um, cry baby. Um, my rising is Aquarius. So um, I think that that makes a lot of sense um, if you are kind of familiar with what that means. And my moon is Scorpio. So, yes, I do have a lot of diagnosed mental illnesses. Oh my God. <laughs> So, um, yeah, that's why uh, on this podcast I always go with my emotion because mm-hmm. that Scorpio, bitch. She's just like, <laughs> yeah. you're just going to feel.
1: <laughs> I am a Capricorn sun, which I think makes sense.
0: Yeah, I think it does. <laughs> um,
1: I am a Sagittarius moon, which I don't know that much about Sagittarius moons. I'm still trying to learn about it. But from what I do know about it, they're like craving adventure can also be like kind of blunt and honest in a bad way um, and just very like creative, I guess I don't know I'm I'm learning. <laughs> um, and I am a Scorpio Rising which makes a lot of
3: sense. Um,
1: Scorpio Risings are very like personable and I click really well with people upon initial meeting. And I'm just gonna leave it at <laughs> that. <laughs> if you want to go further into that, <laughs> that's on you. But first time I meet people, I click
2: well, <laughs> click with them really well.
0: Great first impression.
2: Yes. So oh, yeah. I am not as well versed in astrology as the two of you, mm-hmm. um, but I do, I do have some information. So I am a Sagittarius sun.
0: Ah, uh, mm-hmm. yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, my moon. Uh, is Pisces
0: oh my god that makes yeah. so much sense Erin oh <laughs> but like actually
2: apparently that means according to this website I'm looking at that means I'm not in touch with reality which is kind of <laughs> true yikes <laughs> uh, um, and then my ascended or rising sign um, is a Libra so I'm a Libra rising yes okay. I see that see I don't know that much about Libras either
1: I all know. I know is a Delano. I'm a Libra <laughs>
0: Libra. I think they're
1: known for being like partiers or like super social, like really busy.
2: The site I'm looking at is talking about uh, Libras as very image conscious and like gentle, like loving, smiling people who, you know, uh, who are attractive without even really trying. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will take that. Okay. Um, <laughs> this we know to be a fact. Uh, so yeah, that's where my natal charge is at. That's um, so Cool. Uh, if you're curious the site I used is astro.cafeastrology.com. I've used it several times because mm-hmm. I always forget what my signs are. I just um, have
1: mine written down at this point. So
2: if you this gives you tons of information also like different stuff about which uh, planets are in which houses which also gives you information. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in astrology and haven't tried it before. That
1: out. My Mercury is in Capricorn, and that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> a lot of sense. I Mercury like- is like communication, mm-hmm. and the fact that mine is in Capricorn yep. is very abundantly clear to me.
0: <laughs> mm. I feel that like you said, Mercury in Capricorn, and I was like, there's I felt something move in my chest. Right. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> It's not a good thing,
1: but here we are.
2: Uh all right. Uh let's wrap out our final personal question with a big
1: one in this chili's tonight. Um
2: <laughs> you say you feel God
1: in this chili's tonight. In this tonight. chili's
2: tonight. Yeah. All right. Uh I think that might be indigestion,
1: but You said right. you said that you feel love in this room right now. And yeah, so I, I do. said I feel God in this chili's
2: but tonight. But if you're in chili's and you feel God, it's probably indigestion. That's a quote from the office. <laughs> I know it is. <laughs> She's I did cool. me learn my
1: Pam fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> looking to the looking for the gym to my Pam. I think
2: everyone uh, <laughs> this might, be, might have fit more with uh with uh our media section, but I think it is important that everyone know that Tyler is again re-watching <laughs> The no. Office.
3: Again, I'm Tyler? so sorry.
2: <laughs> Tyler! I'm watching it on Peacock, so there's ads. <laughs> <laughs> It's so bad. I I keep thinking of that TikTok where it's like Emma, Emma, no. Emma, 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 no. no. Emma, (laughs) Emma, no. Emma, (laughs) Emma, (laughs) Emma, no. (laughs) Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, please uh pray for Tyler. Please uh, do. <laughs>
0: Tyler you're going on my prayer list now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
2: All right, let's wrap things up. Our final question of the night is a two-parter um from Aika here and the two the second part specifically addresses you, Serena. Oh, um, but the the question from Aika is how are you? Give us an update on your lives. Serena, and then the, the question, the second part for you is, do you have any plans on reopening the door and making some more podcasts in the future? So I'll let you uh, kind of address that when we get to it. But uh, who wants to start? I want start with Serena so she can cover that second part too. <laughs>
0: gotcha. Okay, um, how am I doing? You know, I just turned 25 uh, almost about a month ago. Uh, I like it. Being twenty five, I feel like I know more now. <laughs> um, I feel honestly, I just feel really excited. Um, I recently, I've gotten very good at I've gotten very good at quitting toxic workplaces. So, yes, you have. I, um, I feel. Confident in knowing the value of my worth and time, but yeah. Otherwise, um, I am very excited for the future. There's a lot of possibilities out there. Um, you know, I finally have agency for once in my life, <laughs> and uh, yeah. my therapist says I'm doing a good job. <laughs> so, you an A in therapy. I got an A in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, I would absolutely just adore. You know. I love working with you guys, Tyler and Erin. I hope to one day um, maybe come back to Keyframe Reframe, uh, see if there's something cool out there. Like maybe Uh. if we... Do any Studio Ghibli movies? Maybe a we couple guest spots here and there. Yes! Uh, Ghibli movies. Oh my God, I would absolutely freaking die. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I think you know, podcasting has become uh, something that I really enjoy doing and it's a really great way to spend time and get to know people and talk about things that you care about.
2: Oh, yeah. That's a really good way of thinking about it, kind of as not just, uh, you know, we're creating something for somebody else, but also we're creating something for us. For For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's something that we get to share with each other, and we get to know each other better this way. We have long, long hours of detailed conversations, and it's facilitated. It's pretty cool. Weehee! Podcasting's cool. Try it with your friends.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, people are looking at me now, so... (laughs) I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Watching The Office
2: again. <laughs> I, um,
1: in all honesty, I'm pretty stressed out. Um, I am moving soon. Podcast is ending soon. Um, money is a little bit tight, so I am struggling with that. And in order to compensate for it, I am constantly going out and spending more money at bars.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and when I am
1: not doing that, I am consuming every single piece of media that I can, so I do not have a single thought. <laughs> and you know what? That's called coping. That, <laughs> that is
0: coping.
1: Um, yeah, I don't have health insurance right now, so I'm not in therapy, and I wish I was. But um, for the time being, things are a little bit stressful, and I'm kind of just dealing with them the best that I can. So, and I am very okay with that. I should clarify that I am not an alcoholic, <laughs> not just like spending all of my money on booze and wasting away. It's more about it's, spending
2: time with people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I say
1: going out to bars, I mean like I'm just uh, I'm usually hanging out with some
2: friends. And you got a crew that you regularly spend time with. I do. You got a group of friends that are pretty. I sweet. do. Uh, for me, I'm moving to New York City. I uh, don't know how that's going to work out. Yeah, you are. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I have some freelancing jobs out there that just came up. And, as Tyler said, we are moving. Our landlord is selling the place where we have been recording for the last year. year. so wow. we're we're sad to see this place go. It's been a good spot for all of us, but uh, we are going to keep continuing to do the podcast. Uh, and keep putting stuff out it'll just be a little bit of a different recording environment mm-hmm. and I'll be uh, elsewhere which will be sad but also fun and exciting because there's wonderful things for me in New York uh, lots of good audio opportunities um, and I'll still be around to keep this thing going So we love um, that it's um, yes! gonna be great uh, but yeah big exciting changes also very nerve wracking we'll see how things go New York's a big city I'm a little scared um, I love New York <laughs> <laughs> But it should be a good time uh there's some good people uh, good friends I have out there so I'm excited to visit those people any other final life updates um I'm single <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to date Tyler please message <laughs> us at airbenderpod at gmail.com oh yeah we there's should an application that to fill out too so um,
1: again we're rebranding so um, our new e- we have to set up the new socials, um, and we can't do that until this episode comes out. But um, it'll probably be something at Keyframe Reframe. We'll figure it out.
2: But We'll, we'll send out a little dossier for you. We are
1: rebranding, so just keep that in mind. Yes. We are the same podcast, just with a different name.
2: Yes, and the reason we chose to do that is because uh, we'd like to do a bunch of different shows, as Tyler yeah. was saying kind of in the beginning there, so not just... Avatar The Last Airbender anymore. It would be weird to have a show called Avatar The Last The Avatar Airbender. Podcast.
1: Yep, yep. Yeah. Today we talk about Over the Garden Wall.
2: Well, <laughs> <laughs> a, a
1: little confusing there. So yeah, we, are, maybe. we are trying to be smart yeah, about that. We this. weren't thinking longevity when we
2: were <laughs> <after> the podcast. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> but it lasted, and that's important. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> so, yeah, we're really excited to bring that stuff to you. Do keep your ear to the ground on it. Um, and it, again, uh, if you are interested in hosting, have any other questions about uh, upcoming stuff, um, you can reach out to us now because we are a little bit more open about that now yes, so please, please do reach out to us
0: and- we mm-hmm. that's all we have for this episode a huge thank you goes out to our producer and audio engineer Aaron Bogan get me along with their production company Son Event Productions and Annie Galloway who made our cover art and is our graphic designer
2: follow us on Apple Podcasts Spotify or wherever the heck you get your podcasts and please give us a fine star review on that Apple Podcast there because that helps us a ton It helps people find us and it's really useful for ratings and getting up the charts, so do it. Don't forget to tell a friend about the show or share the show if you like it. Please feel
1: free to reach out to us. Um, Our email is airbenderpod at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter or Instagram both at airbenderpod. That's A-I-R Bender P-O-D. I'm sorry, that's really funny that I was just talking about. Subject to change. Subject
2: to change. Subject to change.
0: I'm Serena Schreifels. Oh, my God. This is the last credits. Wait, what? Freak me. Okay. Cry. No, 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 no. Okay. I'm Serena Schreifels, the co-host of this show. You can follow me on Instagram at Serena underscore Shrifles. That's S-E-R-E-N-A underscore S-C-H-R-E-I-F-E-L-S.
2: I'm Aaron, audio engineer, producer, human on this show, uh, and you can follow me on Instagram at Sonvent Productions. Uh, that's S-O-N-O-V-E-N-T-P-R-O-D-U-C-T-I-O-N-S. I think I spelled that right. Yeah, I was sure. Do we'll it off the it. top of my head. I was in a spelling bee once upon a time.
0: <laughs> once upon a time.
1: I am Tyler Strandberg, the host, creator, and. <laughs> I am Tyler Stranberg, the host, creator, and head writer of the show. You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram, both at TylerJohn7. That's T-Y-L-E-R-J-O-N and the number seven.
0: Thank you guys so much for tuning in. You are all beautiful and we love you immensely so much forever and ever. And you're my favorite forever, always.
1: Thank you. Catch us for Over the Garden Wall. Over the
0: Garden Wall!